This episode is brought to you by iDesign Branding Company. We help businesses small to large globally with brand identity, logo development, or marketing materials for digital and print media. Need an annual report or simply a party flyer? No job is too big or small. Visit us on Facebook or Instagram at iDesign Branding Company. Quality work, fast pace, affordable prices. Chat podcast. How's everybody doing today? Hey, hey, we in here. All right, all right. It's your boy Vizzle, aka leader of the He Man Woman Haters Club. I'm joined by some of my co-hosts, my friends, and my family. First things first. Let's continue with with the ladies this month. So, first lady of the pod, how you doing, Nay? Hey, I'm good. I'm good. Today, my name is Niggas Ain't Shit. That's oh, okay. <laughs> a lot of that we're gonna touch on. A lot of that we're gonna have to touch on. So we're gonna we're gonna keep that in. We're gonna keep that there. All right. <laughs> I'm just playing, guys. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. She <laughs> ain't. But all right, let's keep it rolling. All right. Me love, man. How you doing? I've been doing good, man. Burn up these streets on my bike, my little toy. That's about it. Burning it up, man. Burn it up. Safe, man. Be safe, hey, man. You I see what's, what's happening? Tally is going crazy out here on these streets. I know. I don't want them to catch me. Hey, man. Hey. Okay. <laughs> Be safe. I ain't trying to see you on there. Let's do something good. Exactly. Like a Willie. All right. <laughs> and uh, we're going to swing it to the producer of the pod. What's going on, Air Games? How you living, man? What's going on, man? Chilling, you know, ready to get to the next chapter of my life and uh, okay, get things popping with this, you know? Okay. All right. All right. Well, speaking of the next chapter of life, we got a special guest on our show. Uh, this woman has over 10 years of experience in goal setting and case management. She is a coach. She's a motivational speaker. She's a business owner. She's an author, too. She's a notary. And if you need to get married, she could officiate your marriage. We are joined by the one and only Coach Erica, how are you doing today, Coach Erica? Hey, everybody. Thank you all for having me tonight. That was an awesome introduction. I thought it was very, very detailed and dramatic. You forgot that I'm a certified matchmaker. So that oh, was awesome. Oh. Yes, I will. Listen, I will heal you, build you, pair you, then marry you. I okay. can do all of those things. Oh, I like her already. I like yeah. her already. Right. Yeah, all right. <laughs> right. You got a match builder on the Match and Chat podcast. You can't make things up like this. She made the match. But all right, make just to up. get a brief introduction or a little bit more in-depth introduction of you, Tane, tell us like where are you from? I'm from Miami, Florida. Okay. I graduated from Florida A&M, so I lived in Tallahassee for a little while, so I'm familiar with that, that entire market, that everything, all that. I still travel back and forth, but I'm originally from Miami, Florida. Hard, okay. Dade, Hard, Dade, Dade County, all the way, still to this day. Ooh, Dade County. All right, all right, okay. And what made you start, and um, what made you want to be a life coach? What made you want to help people? 
Um, it actually started when I ke- when I was in college. Actually, when I first went to college, I wanted to be an accountant, right? Because me and my sister were twins. We was going to have this dick in the dick at the accounting firm. We was going to be these badass twin accountants. And then they said something about calculus. And I was like, oh, yeah, no, I can't, I can't be doing these type of numbers. <laughs> so really I thought, once I saw the curriculum for accounting, that's why I knew that, you know, maybe, maybe I was just jumping the gun. But anyways, I found my love for people at that point when I was in college. I actually... Um, changed my major over to social work and I had to go be mentor at an elementary school, Oak Ridge Elementary, Tallahassee, and just being in that role of a mentor definitely deepened my my need to want to help people better their lives. You know what I'm saying? I saw the changes I was making with that with that child. And so I definitely went full throttle in the social work program, graduated, turned around, got a second bachelor's in criminal justice um, with the concentration of juvenile justice because I found that Working with juvenile offenders was really my passion, just being able to help them come out of the system altogether um, and go into a different way of life and a different way of thinking. That was very rewarding for me. And so I did that for a number of years in and out of different juvenile facilities and programs. And then it went led on to me becoming the case manager for the homeless population. So oh, now man. I'm dealing with a different population of people who I'm helping. And we have we have to set these goals to get them out of homelessness. And so um, working with them just made me now realize that I just like helping all populations. It wasn't just juvenile and children. It was now adults. And so then that's when uh, my job actually sent us to a life coach training on them. And I went to the training and it just brought in my eyes. It's like, dang, this is what we do every day in the case as a case manager. We set goals. We, we walk with our clients week in and week out, month in and month out. I can do this. And that's when I went got my certification, went full throttle and jumped full force into it. So my question, um, I was just having this conversation earlier with a friend. Um, speaking of the homeless population, I've been noticing in Tallahassee it's been getting kind of like heavy with uh, transients. So I was just trying to figure out, like, is there a cure to it? Is there a solution to fixing the homelessness? Like I, I when I was younger, I went from seeing, and I know you're from a larger city, but in Tallahassee, it, it wasn't always a mass number of uh, homeless people. So I'm trying to figure out, like, what... What is causing it? Are people just kind of like transitioning to Tallahassee or is Tallahassee really becoming a city where it's like less jobs and things of that sort for them to get out of homelessness, this? Homelessness, actually, while you think it, still, let me give you an insight. It, it, it wasn't about them not having a job. It wasn't about them not having somewhere to live. It was about them not having to conform to the rules of the world. Like some people just don't want to conform anymore. So they will settle into being homeless because it's no rules, you know what I'm saying? They get to make, they, they do they do what they need to do from day to day without somebody telling them what to do. Only time they get told what to do is when they go to the homeless shelter. Mm. So sometimes it's not all about them not having money. Sometimes that's just a choice for them at that moment. That may, may be just where they are in their life. They just may have given up. Um, for others who did end up there, it became because of a drug problem. Drug problem got out of control and they couldn't control it. So it did lead them to homelessness. And then because they're still on drugs, they're stuck in this homeless situation because their number one thing is getting high. So if they, they won't think about getting a home or getting something to eat if they're trying to get high. So they're not gonna come out of homelessness right now until they until they until they stop wanting to get high. And it's any amount of things can take them out of that. Um I know that when I started working with some of my clients, our program definitely definitely worked with we had to people had the drug test after a certain amount of time because they did give you funding at the end of this program if you move through the levels, right? So you had to get drug tested. So we had to make sure that in the beginning, if the if the levels was high, that they at least they at least was receding over time. 
to eventually you was completely clean of the drugs by the time you ended the program. So they you that you you have somebody has to push them to want to do that though. And in the other part of the trend, the transients with that flowing in and out of city cities, it's coming from a lot of domestic violence that people are going through. People don't know it, but they're running from domestic violence situations, whether it's from inside of the home or inside of the place where they were with someone they thought, you know, they was in a relationship with. When people, when they when they get the strength to run, they're gonna run wherever and they're gonna end up like they are transients, you know, going from city to city. And they do want to have some type of foundation, but because they are still running for their lives in their mind, settling, going to places like Tallahassee, things of that nature is going to be on the forefront for now because Tallahassee is a city that moves all day. You know, the college town, it moves all day. So you're going to get some type of love in a city that moves all day like Miami and like Tallahassee that moves a lot. The homeless are going to gravitate to a city that move a lot, you know, where it's a lot more going on versus you're not going to see a lot of them in like a, a very small town because it's not a lot going on in a small town after eight o'clock. So what are they going to do? End up in jail. You know what I'm saying? So they're going to go to places where it's still life going on even after hours where they can, they, they can kind of blend in and maybe find somebody to save them out of that situation as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of want to go back to like when you say some people make uh, decisions to be homeless. Uh, have you ever met anybody who was like of sound mind, sober, um, that made a conscious decision to become homeless? Yes, I have. I've worked with clients. I have worked with two or three clients because the situation they came out of, that's just that's what they wanted at that point. They didn't want to pay any more bills. They didn't want to they didn't want to work another job. They wanted to feel like they were freedom. They were older. They were in like their fifties and sixties, but they just wanted to feel a sense of freedom and homelessness. Been able to been able to maneuver from the shelter to shelter to get meals. Don't have to be locked into a lease and all that things. That's exciting for some in the beginning. Hmm. Interesting. I want to be homeless then. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to pay I mean, bills no more. I, want to be <laughs> I mean, like I never thought of it that way, but soon down, it, I can really see how people would do that because. It could just be freedom, just to live off the grid, and yeah. I, I understand that. Just free. That's what I meant. That's what I meant when Bills, I mean um, taxes and all that stuff. Yeah. Especially if it's a hot location, I could definitely see it. That 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 gave me some new insight on it. Yeah. Mm, um. But now you you spoke about like uh, people escaping kind of life experiences and stuff like that. And when I was reading your bio, I seen that you you, you stated that you've um you've dealt with near death scenarios. Like, so how can somebody deal with that? Well, what are, what are, um, what's the word I'm going to say? What are good ways of dealing with those type of post-traumatic stress and building forward? The, the number one thing is forgiving yourself. I tell that to my, to my TikTok following all the time when I go live, like if we, we can't move forward in our life to even begin to heal until we forgive ourselves. Uh, we are holding our, we, we are holding so much against ourselves right now that one thing we don't do is forgive ourselves. So in order to start healing the body, healing the mind, stuff like that, you got to forgive yourself. Um, that accident was my fault, but I was going to be able to stop it. So I had to forgive myself. It was hurt. It was a hurting thing at that moment. But it, it, like what I'm saying is it was my fault because I know I was speeding. That's as far as my memory goes. I can remember speeding up that road, up Gibbs Drive, and then that, I don't remember nothing until I went up to the hospital because I don't remember nothing else. And the way the vehicle looked, my sister said, nobody, everybody kept saying, I was not supposed to survive the, the accident at all. It was like crumbled up, like it was a, a can. I don't know how it looked. I still think they don't never know how that vehicle looked. I just know I remember driving and I remember waking up in the hospital and it took some time to heal my body a little bit. That was a lot of pain. 
but it took a long time to heal my mind because that car accident from that from that point on, I was I'm scared of car, I'm, I'm still a little bit scared of car accidents to this day. Like I just you know that just whatever that was, it caused a lot of PTSD. I did have to heal myself from that, but again, I had to forgive myself, even though I was at fault. I was gonna be able to stop that. Right. And there's so many things I could have did differently in that, in, so so I wouldn't even ended up in that position at all. Yeah, yeah I, could, I definitely could feel you on that. Um, I definitely have had an accident before um, on a bike, of course, and I was <laughs> I ran from the bike for years, so I definitely understand where you're coming from. But yeah. um, I know you shout out your uh, your TikTok. Can you um for the high society? For people that do want to follow, can you uh, give us your TikTok so we could make sure they know and I could follow you too as well? IG yeah, too, all that. Erica Thomas Wynn, my whole name, at Erica Thomas Wynn. I have over 18,000 followers. They're very active following as well. Like I said, I go live every morning. I haven't went live like the last two mornings, but I go live almost every morning. Um, and I have a very active follower. I've had, I, yeah, I know y'all saw me on World Star. I didn't mean to end up on World Star. About the opinion of the gorilla good girl, but I did end up on World Star because of TikTok. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, for those that might not know, what is your opinions on the gorilla good girl? No, like, wait a minute now. Hold on. Let's reiterate. Maybe they didn't hear you the right the first time. Maybe you yeah. can clean it up this time. But what is your opinions on it? Oh, um, I think it was a whole bunch of bull. Okay. At the end of the day, it was a wow. bunch of bull. It was a calculated. <laughs> It was a calculated plan of bull, though, because if it's going to end me into having this business selling these shirts and this brand, then you goddamn right. She's making money from it now, so I really think it was calculated bull. I don't think that there's ever a time that I want to go out that bad where I'm going to put anything in my house and my hair. It's not happening like that. I'm so sorry. So I do think that it was it was, it was was something that was done on purpose, but for her, it was a good purpose. I said what I had to say. I didn't know that my opinion would go viral. I just know I left it on Thursday night and I went to bed and Friday morning, I, it, it was all over the place. I didn't know it was going to do that. I didn't. Well, I'll tell you this. I believe the entire Match Chat podcast agrees with you. And I think, like, <laughs> myself, I, I just feel like, is it really worth it? Is that is the risk really yeah. worth that, doing exactly. that? I mean, she got paid, though. She got I mean, paid but it, it will last. Like, those, those 15 minutes are probably up right now. Well, they said she donated the majority of the money that she got to charity. So, but she, if she did it, if it was a hoax and she did it for fame, like, what is she gonna do now? Because I, I hear she has an agent and everything now. And I mean, people do one hit wonders in yeah, random stuff all the time, right? But, but that's right. the problem. It's like we're in a generation where people are doing seriously harmful stuff to their bodies for, for for just these these likes, not even for fame, just for likes. So it's like, how do how do you combat that type of personality that's in the world that social media has built? That that's a that's a difficult person to deal with because they're shaping their opinion around the the, the opinions of the people on social media. So they're not gonna they're not coachable. To be honest with you, they're not coachable because of the fact that they're still believing out external. Like when we come in coaching, when we deal with we have to deal with the internal because if we can heal the internal, then you can deal with the external. Like people think that peace is just about solving every problem in your life. It's a problem every day. You will never be able to solve every problem in your life. The peace comes from how you take the situation in, how you how you do come up with a resolution and how you look afterwards. When I say that means that the problem, me, solving a problem won't bring me peace. The process though, the process of solving this problem might bring me peace though because I might have to go through some stuff for this. It might humble me. It's, this process might humble me for me to get to this peace. So I might need that right now. So, so, so people's 
unwillingness to process stuff is what has them living a chaotic life. Therefore, they live by whatever social media is telling them. And they're at that point where they are right now, they're not coaching. Like there, I won't, I won't even take on that client right now because I'm having to, I'm gonna have to do a whole reshape and relearn of the internal. That client might not be ready for that. So that and right then and there, I won't take on that client. I don't take on clients that are not coachable at all. Okay. So would you would you say that that's like one of the most challenging things about what you do, uh, coming in contact with someone like that that you can't you can't do anything for? It's, it's, I think it's more challenging when they, when they have a solid plan and they got potential, but you don't, they don't have the drive for it. That's more, that's more aggravating because I, I, you, you can tell me the plan and I see it. I can see us building it, but because I don't know you got the drive to it, that's the most, that's more aggravating to me knowing you're not coachable. Because if you're not coachable, I'm not going to take you on even know your plan. It's taking you on to get the plan and then see you don't have the drive to pull it through. I can't do it for you. You have to. You have to do. It. All I can do is walk with you on this path, but I can't do it for you as your coach. And I think that's what they figure that coaches do. But have you ever seen a coach on a football line going going to the game and help his players? Have he ever took on a position of quarterback? Right. Coaches that cannot do that. You got to do it for yourself. But I have to. I can motivate you from over here, though. Right. How can you separate what you do? I can. So one of the issues that I have is I know a lot of people like come to me and because I'm easy to talk to but I tend to take on people's emotions. How can you separate, how do you separate taking on so much from just one person? So some people just got a lot going on. How do you space yourself out? It's that? simple. I, can't, I won't let they mess kill me. You see what I'm saying? Like they, cause when you pack on all that stuff and you and you don't release it yourself, then somebody else mess will kill you. I'm not gonna let your mess mess with me mentally and all that stuff. So how do I, how do I deal with that? It's I don't deal with it at all. I listen to it, it goes through one and out of the other. I'm here to help you, but I'm not holding on to your problem because that's not mine. You know what I'm saying? So if I hold on to it, it would be, it would be me now taking on your problem. I'm not taking on your problem because I can't solve it. That's your problem. I can walk with you in this problem, but I can't solve it for you. Therefore, I'm not going to take it on. I'm not going to carry it with me. It's not going to stay on my heart. And I'm not going to feel sympathetic to you for it. I'm going to empathize with you, but I'm not going to sympathize because sympathy is the reason why we're here. It's time to move past that. So that's where I am. Like, I don't take on my clients' issues because that's their issue. We're kind of get over those issues. I know you're a good listener, but you've got to start putting yourself first because who does you Who does you better than you? Yeah. Nobody that's else. what I'm saying. So if you, if you letting everybody's stuff weigh you down, then who going to do you? And then and, and, when, and when they do you, are they going to do you how you do you? Nope. Not at all. <laughs> that's so real. Not at all. That's, that's, that's how you stay grounded. Don't carry people's stuff. Because if, if you know somebody can't be you like you could be you, then you got to be you. That means you can't do everything else for them. You got to be, it's all got to be self-preservation. You got to preserve self. Because if self's not here, then who's going to do self? Like you, if there is no magic twin robot, nothing like that. All right. Um, I got a question. Uh, now, you're, you're, you're coaching people to be, to achieve their goals. How do you teach them how to properly set goals and to properly achieve it? Because a lot of people can have these enormous, just outrageous goals that are unattainable. Like, how do you tell your clients, you know, how to properly shape their goals or like, how do they, um, yeah, like, how do you tell them, like, give them constructive criticism on their goal setting and the ways they use it, the way they use to achieve it? 
Well, first and foremost, I have tools for that. Um, I have the 2021 Big Small, uh, I'm sorry, the 2021 Healing and Accomplishment Planner. This is this takes you in depth of goal setting, the why to your goals. Also, 31 Days to Healing Activity Journal goes into helping you create those goals and as, as well as the why for your goals. How 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 I help them shape goals is based on where their life is going, like what their ending result is. Let's just say their end result is them um, getting married, right? So they're coming through dating coaching, right? Mm -hmm. So we set goals every week for them to accomplish, for them to start dating with purpose. Because when they come in, they may not have their dating voice. You have to find their dating voice. You have to, you have to help, I have to help them communicate to their partner their needs, what they need from this person, as well as, you know, uh, help them re recognize those red flags so that they're not trapped in a situation that can lead to something else, right? So that's what, that's, what, that's what we're doing from week to week inside dating coach. We're challenging, we're attacking, we're setting realistic goals, okay? Because you can't set a goal, but it has to be realistic. Set, setting a goal, say you want to be rich, is not realistic because how are we going to, how are we going to measure you getting rich? What are, what are we going to mark off? What are we, what are the ears, you know, earmarks, right? So getting rich is a goal, but no, we're going to say, I want to be wealthy and this is what I'm going to do to be wealthy. I'm going to make, I'm going to get me seven streams of income. Okay. How do we get seven streams of income? All right. I go out and I do this. I do that. It's, it's things that steps that we got to take to get to this big rich goal. Mm -hmm. That's, that's the ultimate goal, but that's the unrealistic goal. If you don't have the steps in place and, and, the, and the things, the things in order for you to get there, because everybody wants to be rich, but how do we get rich? We got to, we got to, we got to have micro, micro steps and set micro goals to be able to achieve the bigger goal. And in the healing accomplishment planner, I go into the why. I help them go into the why of their goals and see what exactly why they're setting their goals. This is how they 21, 21 courses to extraordinary goal setting takes them into why they set that goal. This helps them build goals. I mean, set goals and the reason why that goal was set and what they, how they should accomplish that goal. The targeted completion for that goal. So as we're going through each of my coaching programs, goals are always set at the beginning. And every week they're accomplishing those goals and we're knocking off, we're knocking off accomplishments. But in order to get them to that point is that they've got to understand the why of their goal. And that's how they know how to set more realistic goals. Now you brought up relationships and the goal setting in the beginning. Cause you know, a lot of women and a lot of men have goals of setting like a foundation for their future families saying like, oh, I wanna have a beautiful wife. And I, you know, I want us to be having a big old house on the hill and this and a third. But it appears like 2021, a lot of people are falling in relationships and coming out of the pandemic, they're starting to realize they can't be with certain people. What do you think, uh, do you think the like open relationships can work? Open relationships work if, if, it's, if it's the communication is on point. Like if everybody is on the same page, it can work. Um, I myself, I'm married, but I've always, I've always wanted two husbands. <laughs> These husbands are not going to do this for some strange reason. I don't know, but, <laughs> but I've always wanted two husbands. I just feel like if, if John is aggravated, I can just go over there with Jim and I could just, you know, just take a week off from John and just go hang with Jim. Nobody wants to see it that way. <laughs> <laughs> Child, I wanted to have a husband and a wife and nobody yeah, wants to see it my way. <laughs> See, nobody wants to paint this picture. I, I'm I'm promising a picture of peace, but listen, open relationships work if people are on the same page. Okay, if you got somebody that's um and, and this is in relationship, let me just start there because people don't go in um setting expectations of um 
infidelity, right? They just go in thinking that it's an automatic thing that if me and you in a relationship that we know we weren't supposed to be with each other, right? But I ain't never even set you down and asked you, do you believe in monogamy? Mm. So how do I know that you want to even be, you know, just with me? I think that's what we need to start first. People need to just first of all, they determine if your partner is the one that wants multiple partner or want one. Once we can determine what type of partner you have, then we can say, okay, whether well, it's going to be an open relationship and if it's going to work or not. But people don't ask the right question. They just go in with the assumption that it's just them and it's going to be them, not knowing their partner might not be a one-woman man or one-man woman. You know, you want to ask them off the, you know, from the beginning, do you believe in monogamy or, or, or what else do you believe in? Because, see, I believe in two husbands. My husband didn't ask me that. That's what I'm saying. He didn't ask the right questions. So how can you coach him to help you believe in having two husbands? Help me. Help me. I, I, am, I, am, I am trying to paint the picture so that he can try to understand it from my point, which was just just think that when I'm when I'm too aggravated or too much, I can just leave and just go over there with the him for a week and you ain't gotta deal with me. You can miss me with. We'll have so much love, but nobody's like, nobody's listening to me. Nobody's believing what I say, so whatever. Would you be okay with him having two wives? If 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 we had that agreement, we he can have him another wife. I'm gonna be gone. But listen, she can, we can't none of us can live in the same house. She has to be over there. Nah, they all like this rules. We all single. Hey. No, I don't like it. No. They all got to stay But I do agree. I do. Okay, because if I explain my reason for me having two husbands and I don't accept his reason for having a wife, that's selfish. I'm not selfish. Well, then call me selfish then because I don't have time for it. Well, you're selfish, man. But do you believe that the standards of what people should bring to the table in relationships have gotten just out of control because of social media? Like now people are wanting to come to the table and person gotta make six figures as I I'm pretty sure if you've seen like these other wait a minute, wait a minute. I mean, hey, hey, you know, that's why you keep saying versus the woman's list. No, because hey. while you saying people want people to come to the table a certain way, it's people who come to the table who ain't got nothing. Yeah, well, I'm I'm just asking my table because it's I'm, a potluck, baby. I'm trying to ask her guess. <laughs> Does she feel that I'm trying to ask her that she feel that the love the standards that have what what people wanting to be brought to the table in a new relationship have gotten out of control. I think that Kevin Samuels is out here changing people's lives for the worse. Period. Um, <laughs> period. Because his platform is so derogatory and so period. Wait, who is Kevin saying? Yeah, I'm about to that's say the that. Dude. So, so remember the one episode where we talked about the, the lady called into the oh, that's him. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's him. Dude, yeah. Hey, but I feel like he's an equal opportunist like when it comes I, I to do, because he he is out like here um, making people believe, you know, uh, that he's of high value, and all he did was sell clothes, and I want him. Stop this shit right now. But, um, so I ain't playing with y'all. <laughs> right. But listen, I think that social media has changed the dynamic of relationships because, um, but relationship itself has changed over time. Like long, like whereas long time ago, men did take care of and provide 100 from the home, and the wife did not work at all. She took care of the kids at home. Whereas 2021 is more women working now than it is men. So it's kind of hard for us to go back to that time when men when men paid all the bills. You have a bunch of women now that are very independent. On top of them being very independent, they have this notion that they don't need a man. And see, a lot of that's coming from social media because they're going by 
what other people are accumulating in, in, a, in this time frame and saying, okay, well, she got all that without a man or whatever the case, I could be the same way. So that, uh, the, the social media uh, craze of changing a lot of our norms is just ridiculous. I wish yeah. that people wouldn't be looking so much into these social media relationships, you know, these people who they, they know by name. That I don't know none of these people by name, y'all. I don't know none of these social media stars who are who everybody knows that's in these huge relationships. I don't know them because I cannot see me studying their life and, and just, you know what I'm saying, glorifying it. I don't know what that's like. But anyways, so I think, but they are, social media and that right there has changed the way we look at relationships and the way people enter them. It's more kids born out of fuck situations than love. Mm -hmm. They're just born out of people just hooking up in the DM. love. You know, we're not having children born from love anymore. We're having children born from complete enemies that don't like each other. So what are they learning? Cycles are repeating. They're not gonna love. They're not gonna be, be about family either. If that's not how they, how they, what they saw, used to. That's not what they was taught. So it, it, it takes us into adulthood. It, it takes us to social media. We gotta look at something, right? So what do we do? We come to Facebook or whatever, and we see this, and we we believe this is this, and now we're going with this. Do you think uh, social media creates a lot of depression amongst uh, the new generation, or just people in general, uh, when they like looking at things like you know, I kind of get on social media and I get frustrated when I see certain things or I always try to figure out like, now nah, how he bought the Lambo truck for her? Right. What he had to do to get the Lambo truck, you know? Exactly. Um, social media is at the fore, like really leading with depression. Like people are committing suicide, you know, who was being on social media and things of that nature. It is leading to depression because well, a long time ago, we didn't know what you had going on. You bring everything to the internet now, right? So not everybody knows what's going on. Well, it's then those, those people who don't, who want it to happen for them, it, doesn't, it hasn't happened for them. The ones who don't know how to make it happen for them, the ones who, who are fighting with their own self-image, and they keep looking at social media and this, you know, things like that. Like you said, you get frustrated trying to figure out well, how he did it and how. Yes, it does lead to a lot of depressing moments, a lot of depressing thoughts, because it has you doubting yourself and doubting your potential and trying to you trying to question your question your ability. Like if they did it, why can't you? You see, now you're comparing yourself to them. And now you're going to a mind from you continue to compare you to them and trying to figure out what are what are you not doing that they're doing and that's getting them those things. Yeah, I know I definitely have noticed that amongst the people like people trying to find out how can they get that or what they gotta do, or they just fake the phone. And I feel like, you know. You know, the rapper might have the Bentley truck or the uh, Rolls Royce, but we go and rent a Rolls Royce for the weekend and then come back home and drive the Honda Accord. Yeah. You know, so I think with people in their mentality, like they get so lost into the, the, the media world to where it's like they only know what reality really is. And I can't really afford to rent this car this weekend. I'm just going to do it just so I can look good for a day. Right. So. And that's the times we're living in. And it's very, very, very sad because it's leading to poverty. People are not using, like, say for instance, that we, for the last two years, 2020 this year, we don't got, these, this government that gave us way more money than they ever gave us in our whole goddamn lives, okay? Thank you. Okay. And they're talking so, about giving us a force stimulus. Hey, right. I heard, so, I heard so, uh, homeless people was getting... They gave us all of this money, right? And we, uh, we didn't even talk about the, the EDILs and the PPPs and the, all that. We just talk about the regular stimulus stuff. They brought so much money to our household. And because... Some people don't know how to think outside of poverty. All they did was spend that money on stupid stuff, right? 
They yeah. didn't go and flip that. Like, I got 1400 Before I spend 1400 I'm going to flip it to 56 Then I'm going to spend 14 I'm going to have a whole another 56 You know what I'm saying? Like, some people, people who live in poverty don't think to don't think to flip things or turn things around for a return. They just think of the poor now. And because of that, that's come again from social media. If I see the dope boys or whoever, they out here flashing their money right then, well, I want to be able to experience that for a day. So I'm going to go rent the Lambo and I'm going to go waste my money over there and get the pictures and get the street cat and get all them likes. And then Monday morning, I'm going to be back down in my same dump. The rental got to go back. I don't feel good about myself. Now I'm about to ball out and cry out all week because now I'm broke. It's yeah, still a repeat cycle because you ain't you didn't do nothing with the money, but show out and then now when all the money go now you just want to fight. You want to go to the top flight and fight. You want to go to the Baja and fight. You know that you know whatever. <laughs> yeah, I never understood. I never understood that mentality anyway because no matter how much my bank account grows, I never have the urge to pull it out. And maybe I would have the urge if I was a dope boy and I had stacks of cash in front of me to just post it on social media. But then again. I don't like to everybody to know how much money I have. Exactly. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I, I think we're the last of that generation that, like, you know, hey, there's a lot of bad mind people out there, and they will get you. They will yeah, scare you. Like, you know, like the you know, boss too heavy. You know, I had a uh, yeah, I had a friend who, and it's crazy that you say it because I had a friend that uh had a little brother who got robbed, but he didn't have any money on him, so the dude shot him anyway. Wow. Crazy, crazy. Um, wow. very, very unfortunate. Um, speaking yeah. of the uh, speaking of the um, robbing and scamming and PPP, I know you. I heard you brought up PPP loans. I know you. Yeah, I was some- about to ask you about that. So I had I had a couple people approach me about the PPP loan. You know, um, like hey man, I know you got a legit LLC. You can get this PPP, but then it's like they like kids. Well, I'm older now, so when I say kids, I mean like in a twenty. So it's like. What you know about PPP loan that you could help me get 20 grand, you know? Um, so I kind of been leery of that. Like who who to trust, who not to trust? Should I go to a bank or should I just be like a random dude that do PPP loans in a storefront randomly? Well, first of all, I help PPP loans. So I ain't gonna tell nobody to go to nobody but Erica. It's on my website, book your console. I can take you through the whole process. Listen, I already, that it was so easy. It was so easy to scam the first time this money started going out last year. Mm-hmm. Like, it was just dropping in your lap. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you woke up and breathed, hello, you probably had some money. It is not that easy this time around because they actually had a year <laughs> to look at they mess up and see how much money they wasted and how much money that didn't go into small business because of people was coming in and scamming, right? So this time around, okay, it's going to be a little bit more difficult. Because they, they need certain documentation. So now they want you to provide the bank statement showing the business income from February 2020, right? Okay, well, you want somebody to make some bank statements up. Okay, cool. What if you run into the lender that tell you to log into your bank account on their system? See, so you can't get around everything. You have some lenders that tell you to submit the bank statements, and you have some that tell you to sign into your bank account through their through they portal so they can make sure that that's what you're saying. So either way, it's things that are set up now to, to make sure that Ain't nobody just dropping 20 bands in your lap just because you got a business. Your business had to be established by February 15 of 2020. You had to receive business income in February of 2020 in a business bank account. You can have this, you can be a sole proprietor and not even have an LLC and get PPP, but you got to show us business activity from February 2020. You got to show it. You know what I'm saying? It's got to be accurate business activity. If the numbers, and you got to bring a schedule C. 
And so that's another thing, because I can tell you what your, I can tell you what you're gonna get based on your line seven or your line 31, your schedule C, because I'm that good with numbers with that PVP stuff. That's why I got the service. So everybody ain't finna get no 20 stacks. Bro, you know how much do you know how much money you had to make to get 20 stacks? Please enlighten me. A hundred thousand dollars. So I'm trying to figure out how people I know got 20 grand. I know they ain't made no money. Exactly. They about to go to jail. They about to go to jail. They're trying to send me to jail right along with them. I ain't lying. That right there, either they got somebody to set scam on the PPP or they got the EDIL. And some people keep be confusing the PPP with the EDIL. The EDIL was giving you, was climbing numbers like that. My, my niece got 30 bands on her EDIL. So I think they're confusing the loans, man. PPP, man, you got to prove some stuff over here. EDIL, you don't. They, I don't. I don't know if they know what loans they're getting, but I really think that somebody that's telling you something they got from the EDIL, I don't think that was PPP at all because PPP literally got to be proved from business income. You got to provide business income for that. But the EDIL, you did not have to do that. You could even got. You could even got the EDIL grant. But like I said, the bans come from the EDIL, but that's because that's based on your credit too. Oh, mm. the business credit. Seven hundred. Right. I mean, over seven hundred. Credit, credit based off your credit, so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So she got thirty oh. bands from her own business. Um, oh, okay. So I just need to leave all of that mess alone. Okay. Got it. <laughs> no, because because seriously, alone. I got well. So I'm, I'm trying. I'm I'm lunching. Well, that's number one. When somebody come to me and say a loan, that means payback to me. Yeah. So I'm like, if you got anything under fifty thousand, then it's forgivable. So that's why if you get if you're eligible to get it, then don't leave it on the table because they're gonna forgive it. It's gonna be paid back by by, by all measures if it's under fifty thousand and you do what you're supposed to do, it's gonna be paid back. The EDIL loan, on the other hand, has to be paid back over 30 years. It's at a low interest rate, but you have 30 years that that has to be paid back. But see, that's the thing. I I just got my LLC this year. So well, you don't. Yeah, you you won't. Yeah, you won't. I'm just you gonna won't pass on. I got to start from the bottom up. You know, that's literally my money I'm putting into it. So you need to build business credit. You need to start building. Use your LLC to be a business credit. So you, what you can start doing that now is go over to uline.com, create you a uh, first of all back scale. Go to Dunn and Bradstreet. Create you get your Dunn and Bradstreet and free number. Okay? The, the Dabs. The Dabs number. It's the Dunn. It's the Dunn. I'm sorry, the Dunn. It's my bad. The Dunn. It's my bad. <laughs> get me together. Okay. I, I, some people tell me these things. Dabs is Duns, my bad. Duns and Bradstreet number. Then when you get your Duns and Bradstreet number, then go over to uline.com. Set up your uline.com account. Give them your Duns and Bradstreet number. You can order things as small as, because uh, they sell a bunch of packaging office supplies. So you can order mm -hmm. something one time. Um, They send it to you on credit, pay them back. Do that for about six, three, three to six months. You're gonna start building your paydex score. That's what it's called when you get your business credit score. It's called a paydex score, and it's only two digits, and it goes up to a hundred. And so once you start getting your, once your paydex starts building, then you'll be able to go from opening net thirty accounts to now opening store accounts with your business credit. And then you can go from there once you get those paid off in a year, and you can start getting cars and homes in your business name. Like, you don't have to use your social security number, your, your social security number no more. You can start applying for all your homes and cars in your business name with your business um, information. Yeah, we're going to have to talk. Hold this now. We're going to have to talk. Because I, I was on I was on your website. I went to the website to look everything up. And you like to track the jackpot. If that one more that game, you better, you better, you know. Like she got everything on this website. One more that game now. And I'm trying to launch a candle business. And so I'm like, I'm in a standstill trying to make sure I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. 
Well, you're going to definitely need this right here for your business. So this tells you everything that you need. I, I outlined from A to Z, literally A to Z. And it, this is my best seller right now. Big I'm literally business. shipping yeah. these things out every week, y'all. This is my best. This is like it's a big small business planner, but it's going to turn into a big small business guy. But it has everything, everything you can think of, business, everything in it, including vendors. Everything is in that planner. How much is your planner? My planner is right now on sale for 40 and it's usually, it's price, it's original price at $75.99 and it's on sale for 40 Okay. Now, being that you're a life coach, do you ever feel like, you know, pressure to live a certain way? Like you can't mess up or anything like that because there's... A lot of stuff in the world right now where a lot of people that are claiming to be life coaches are really <laughs> up. My bad, dude. <laughs> and it's not even just life coaches. It's like pastors, too. Yeah. They, they um, are preaching one sermon, but they live in a different one. Yeah, no, that's the thing about me, though. Like, y'all see how I keep it 100% real with y'all. I do the same way to my clients. I don't change who I am. I'm very direct. I use a little bit of profanity here and there. I will tell you my story. I got these scars trying to commit suicide. I... I don't have no problem with being transparent with you. I don't sell dope and I don't dance in a strip club. Listen, I don't, I don't have a, I don't have a hell of a life. I've lived it. It has given me a lot of, a lot of different um, lessons. So no, I don't feel, feel like I have to conform to something. I do hate when people think that because I'm a life coach that I won't be normal. Like, come on, person. Before I was a life coach, I was Erica. Don't play with me. She still go off on you. I still beat your ass. I'm excuse me, but I'm just saying. Like, oh, no, hey. I like it. I like it. For real. Hey. Sometimes you gotta let them know. I'm still, I'm still me. I just have some titles. I wear a lot of hats. I got some degrees and some certifications. But baby, under before all that, it was still me. So please try Jesus. Don't never try me. So, um, what's the most reporting part about what you do? The to see people at they at their destination, mm-hmm. whatever that destination was, whatever path they 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 drew for themselves, or whatever to see them at the end of it and how they feel. That makes me feel good. Even when they buy this planner, when they buy this big small business planner, and they reach back out to me and they tell me that they didn't realize how much information in there, they didn't realize how much how many things that they, they did not know about being a business owner or um, solutions that wasn't there. Just just getting that from them makes me feel like I'm definitely doing something. If I reach one person, I'm cool. Like I was in this group on Facebook. Um, you know, I told them that whole "I heal you, build you, carry you, then marry you," right? And so some people came and it was just like, you know, because some people just don't believe everything. They just try to attack whatever the case is. And I ain't, I ain't really care about that. But out of, that, out of that, people came to my inbox and was like, hey, I need your service. You see what I'm saying? So while people was over there attacking it, the people who loved it came to my inbox to let me know, you touched me. I like what you were saying. How can I get a consultation? You see what I'm saying? So even though I didn't get some of the people I got, I, I didn't get everybody. I got some people in that everybody. Because again, everybody isn't my client anyways. I can't work with everybody. But there's some people in those, everybody that definitely want to work with me. So I always, I always latch on to those people. Okay. Now, for the people that aren't lucky to be your clients, how do they, like, how should they go about choosing the proper life coach for them? They definitely want to do a little bit of research and want to see if the life coach aligns with where they're trying to go. You know, every life coach has 
come from different uh, back, background and maybe doing different things. So you definitely want to just read their websites, look at their social medias and do a little bit more research before you decide, right? And when you decide, just have your list of questions, you know, tell them it's, so you can see, so they can, you can, they can try to paint a picture where they're going to try to, you know, journey they're going to take you on. You want to be, be able to have a, a beginning and an ending result. Like I have just put my system in place for a long time as a life coach. I think when we first start, we sell being a life coach, right? We sell a, being a coach. I sell trying to help you, right? But I really need to be selling you results because I can't sell that I'm going to try to help you. I need to sell you how I look in the end, right? So that's what I'm trying. That's what I'm doing now. I'm being able to sell them. The, I'm being able to show them the end results. And if they like the end results, then they convert over. Um, so when they get with a life coach, they need to be trying to see if this person is literally giving them the same end results that they're going to be looking for. And how you do that is you got to do research. You got to let them show you their program, let, let them talk to you, let them explain to you what they do. And if it aligns with whatever you're trying to do, and if it does, then go ahead. Um, and maybe, and you get that from a consultation. That's the whole point of a consultation is for you to be able to feel if this life coach is going to work with you. So it's not for you to just go in there and be like, oh, I'm wasting money just talking. No, it's for both you and the life coach to feel if y'all going to work together. If they feel like you're not going to be a coach for client, then they're not going to take you on. And if you feel like they're not a coach that's going to get you there, then you shouldn't take them on. That's what the consultation is for. That's the first line of figuring out if this person is for you or if their program is even going to take me where I want to go. Okay. Yeah. All right. I do that a lot in my business, so I definitely understand that aspect of it. What's your business? Oh, uh, graphic design. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, because you you can't, you if you don't do a consultation, you'll be amazed that if somebody don't like it, then, then what, they don't want to pay? Uh, I've had instances where people don't want to pay like for example i had one client who requested some work i completed the work for them and then they decided that they didn't like what i completed for them and that they wanted their money back but i only require you to pay 50 percent up front the 50 percent is for me to basically start the work um so it, and then also state that in the initial invoice that is non-refundable so it's but it's basically for my work that I've completed. So whether you right. want it or not, I still get paid for my time. Right. Um, versus just get, getting paid for time and work. Um, so yeah, I understand uh people maybe wanting their money back or but it's the difference between uh whether I'm willing to work with you to actually complete something that you do like, uh, versus saying, Oh, this is all you get and fuck you. You know what I mean? So like right. Uh, that's not the way to go ever for me. Uh, so, but you have some clients who don't care and they just still want to be, they just want their money back. But I usually chalked it up to, oh, I shopped around with different designers. Uh, I spent my other money with this other guy already. So now I want my money back from you. But mm. that's not here no day. Right. Well, anybody else got any more questions about the uh, life coaching lifestyle? Before we get into the our usual debauchery and shenanigans, ah, <laughs> uh, we can. I think, we, 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 I think we, we we question. I don't know. You think we questioned you enough? We don't want to overwhelm you with. Oh no, you can't overwhelm me anyways. But now nah, y'all been good. I don't feel overwhelmed. I like y'all questions. I got some real nice questions. So I actually like y'all the podcast. I got it together. So I mean, I've been on other ones. Um, they have certain topics, but y'all topics kind of, you know, run into it. So I actually, you know, like y'all question a lot. Okay. Okay. So you want to hang out for our, you know, current events and uh, yes. our takes on them? Go ahead. Go ahead. 
I'm here. I'm already here. Okay. All right. Hey, I want you to spit your information one more time. So if anybody who's listening want to get in contact with you, please where do. would they go? Okay, my website is www.ericathomaswin.com. You can find me on TikTok at Erica Thomas Wynn. You can also find me on Facebook at Healing and Building. And that's the same thing on IG as well. So Healing and Building is Healing, the number, the letter N, Building, Healing and Building on Facebook and IG. And um, TikTok is my network. Like if you ever want to get, if you come to TikTok, I am not an IG person. I am not a Facebook person. For some reason, everybody on Facebook judges. I don't, I don't know what that's about. But um, they, it's a complete <laughs> judge factor over there. And Instagram, Instagram wants you to be, I don't know. But anyways, TikTok though, whatever, whatever, whatever. I'm not on Instagram. I'm, I'm that on TikTok. They looking at me right now. The whole time they've been with me. That's what I'm trying to tell y'all. That's why I love TikTok. Cause the whole time I've been talking to y'all, they've been with me. Okay. <laughs> That's good. That's good. That's good. Well, uh, let's yeah, jump we right talk. We're going to have to talk. I want to get on uh, <laughs> uh, the, uh, another life coach, Derek Jackson. Y'all want to get yeah, on? I'm about to say, man, please, listen. Uh, Y'all call that man a life coach? I mean, hey, hey. hey. <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> Nate, sometimes people teach better than they do. <laughs> So they don't practice what they preach. Is that what you're saying? That's what I'm very saying. <laughs> I don't, Jerry Jackson is a huge subject definitely right now because the fact that he got caught cheating in his bed and he tried to go on live two days after to try to go on live on his Facebook to make the Wi-Fi wasn't letting him be great. So he couldn't go live because that's what happens when the universe don't let you lie like that. It don't, it don't, nothing don't never go through. The Lord won't let it go through. I feel like that book he put out was literally his pre-apology to his wife because he had to know this was going to hit the fan. So what what is that? We healed together because you knew, he he knew they was going to need some healing when his mess hit the fan because he knew what he was doing. She did say that she, she knew about this already. So I'm tr- I'm trying to figure out how he gonna preach on polygamy. Just squeezing her hand. Trying to no, <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm gonna let I'm gonna let y'all go ahead and go because the uh, dudes always got something to say. No, about no, that. no. You know what? Nah, y'all been okay. waiting on this man I'm, to mess I'm up for a, a long time. I'm gonna take a page out of your book on this one, and I'm gonna say niggas ain't shit. All right? Niggas ain't shit. Yeah, ain't shit. shit. I'm fine. We on your side. This lady, that lady ain't do nothing to that man. She, he I had that man all on. That no. lady was all on live and everything. She looked what? like she was abused. I'm trying to figure out what's on these hats. These hats she be wearing all the time. No, first of all, get off that lady hat. It was not a bonnet. It was a hat. That lady was in her house looking comfortable. Y'all gonna stop. Y'all gonna stop shading this lady because that lady ain't do nothing to nobody. She just was existing. And then he just gonna throw her on live to make it look good. Like, nah. That, she she just, came to that live looking the way she did because she literally was in her room chilling. And he was like, come down here and get on this live. It, it's just crazy to me. Cause mm-hmm. I like my main thing is like this, yo. You can't, you know, base your whole claim to fame of kicking dudes in the nuts for doing the wrong shit. When you doing the wrong shit yourself. Y'all just mad. Uh, he told all y'all secrets. Hey, uh, he told y'all yeah. secrets and y'all mad. No, no. <laughs> this man, this man don't straight up. Don't throw stones if you're living in the this glass. This man straight up bash, bash polygamy. This man straight up bash uh, men that cheat. All this. And he should have. But it turns. So it's men that cheat. How you gonna bash it when you no, do it? Is men cheating a good thing? 
But, I ain't saying it's a good oh, thing, no, but it's, oh, okay. It's, so no, what's wrong with him bashing it? But no, no, because he was doing it. Was this. His exact words was this: like, don't smoke crack. But I, no, no. <laughs> he, he said, don't do what I do. No, do what you no, do. No. <laughs> don't smoke crack, but I do. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> if you can't be faithful to her, do not waste her time. And then he turned around and wasted his girl time for four years. Yeah. Exactly. I'm trying to figure out why, what, what, what old girl, why she went and told after these many years, though. Like, what made her? You want to get her money? You know that. <laughs> he you said, hey, you're taking all my, you taking all my uh, Instagram change." No, she, you, she want to get her money. That's what. That's normally why women tell, like those type of women, anyway. Yeah. Because really and truthfully, if you, if, if you got something to lose and she got something to lose, nobody's telling. Yeah, somebody when, somebody when you got something to lose and she knows she got the upper hand, she gonna take it. She gonna take a road. Obviously, she ain't got he ain't got that much to lose. He hey, he was okay with coming on, apologizing about or doing whatever he needed to do. Speaking in third person, the third person part was no. Cool. That man, first of oh. all, he didn't apologize at all because hey, he oh, pulled, hey, how he you apologize in the third person? Hey, Janae pulled, is sorry. Hey, he Janae, pulled a sentence now. He pulled a Janae sentence. Janae is sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Bad <laughs> all together, man, and I and I think that nah, bro, it it I I would think his message would hit home harder if he was real about his own scenarios, and he'd have caught a lot of people off guard with that. Now, if he did that, then you know he would be he would be in better graces. But since he is not, and he was kind of just you know throwing stones at people for fucking up, and he was fucking up himself, it just made it worse. And he's gonna get everything that is coming to him. Exactly. Definitely been getting it. I mean, she looked like she open. She like she open for the uh open relationship groove. Cause no, she was good too, nah, bro. Nah, that is embarrassed, dog. That lady. I could not get my lady to hold my hand on no TV. Why? First of all, she <laughs> wouldn't hold his hand. He was holding her hand. Yeah, bro. No. <laughs> no, this shit was like this. Yeah, right. <laughs> you bet I'm you bet I'm gonna snatch your head no, off. His, his, <laughs> arm, love, his bro, arm was over her arm, like she looked like she was forced to do this. Yeah, she came back on recently. Uh, she just came back on recently and apologized, not apologized, but uh, stated her little case again because people were kind of like getting on to her about uh, how you gonna stay with him, blah blah blah. And she basically was like, you know, the Lord gonna handle him. He got he made his bed, he gonna lay in it, but. She, she like she landing it too. No, I really wanted her to be like, girl, if you in trouble, blink three times. Like, seriously. Exactly. He's, like. big, he's a big nigga. I ain't gonna lie, that nigga big. Boy. No, that dude is big as all I get out. Hey, I thought I was strong. Hold <laughs> on, no, no, them arms That's is big. big never miss a gym day. No, he okay. has not. And I don't understand how he did miss a gym day since he was doing all that damn cheating. So, <laughs> hey, did y'all see the one where he asked the girl uh, what kind of panties she had on? Oh, oh yeah, that was ridiculous, dog. I'm like, boy, I'm trying to figure out how he all sound this like he was doing a video, like he had the camera all set up, like yeah. he was doing one of them life coach videos. I'm like, boy, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, hey, so I'm calling you to ask you what color panties you got on. I'm just playing, but for real, what kind of playing with your kind I'm I'm serious, but I'm really not, but I am. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. Like that's what he did. So I was just like, man, y'all just been waiting on this man to mess up because I knew as soon as he messed up, y'all was gonna pounce on him. No, I knew he, he told was a y'all serious. He told I, y'all secrets. I knew he was a liar. No, I knew he was a liar. Dog, he was just giving off that 
that that vibe like, yeah, I'm a pastor and I could sell some shit, but damn it, I don't believe my own shit. He just was giving out that vibe and that's what kind of threw me. And I and I, that's the thing I can't stand. I'm like, oh, bro, this nigga is lying. And then on top of that, for them people that stare at their phone and do these videos, like they stare, watch the video, and then they give they playback of it. Then I just be like, yo, uh, I nah, I think that's corny, and I think it's whack. It's just nah, no, nah. Is that how you feel about Russell Wilson too? Yeah, I totally think it's hard when uh, Russell Wilson gonna mess up too. Is that what you think? Not. He probably did. Oh. Russell Wilson is not giving me that vibe. He's not shitting he on his wife. No, but Russell Wilson is not out here like shitting on people. Russell Wilson is just, hey, yo, I'm trying to be a good man of Sierra and right. I'm trying to play football good and I'm trying to be a good dad. He's not saying, hey, man, if you cheating on your lady or if you just done a third, you ain't shit and this, that, and third. He's not doing that. He's not doing none of that. But Russell is out here doing the silly TikToks with his wife. Hey, Sierra could get her dance moves on. He's like, which dance move you want me to do? He's like, hey, that's just what it is. That's what it who, is. Else y'all, who else y'all trying to take down? Because I know y'all ready to take down some other niggas too. We're gonna okay. take down, we need to take down Quavo too. Take him down. Okay, so now we want to talk about Sweetie. Uh, Sweetie what did Sweetie do though? Hey. What did she do though? What I don't know if she do? did. I don't exactly. know if she did anything she at all. Shit. She might didn't do anything, but she didn't do shit. Uh, I mean, she said he was cheating and stuff, so I don't know. Exactly, and probably been cheating for a while. But he is yeah. but, a cheater. You know what? I know he shot out for. Uh, uh, he shot out for taking back that that truck, but it was probably very a very shout out. It was probably at least anyway. So that's the only reason why I'm I'm like so maybe he didn't because I thought you know I get the it's a common misconception that these rappers and you know famous people are out here just buying all of this stuff like oh, straight wow. up cash cash money. Mm-mm. They literally out here like leasing and fucking finance. They living they living just like us. We just see it on Instagram. Right. They live They living worse than us because a lot of this shit they don't own. They 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 in debt for and they can't pay back. Yo, speaking of hey, real side, sidebar quick. Y'all, y'all seen the apartment of Bishop Magic Don Juan? Don Magic Juan? You said yeah. a par- apartment? Apartment? You heard what I said? No. Say it again. Say it again. A condo or apartment? Ren, what, what did you say? His what did you say, Ren? Yeah, I, ain't, I ain't trying to I ain't trying to dish the dish the bishop, but I just thought that he would have a mansion. A mansion. Living bad out here. I mean, bro, look like your average dude on the block, bro. Big uh, ass. Hey, he's probably. I mean, but what do the bishop do, though? What do the bishop really do? I don't know. Appearances. He had a radio show after he was done, you know, uh, pimping hoes. I think he had a radio show. Hey, he just teaching new pimps how to pimp. Does <laughs> pimping still exist like that? Yeah, pimping still exists. No, nah, I think I think it's just trafficking now, bro. Nah, it's trafficking now, though. <laughs> <laughs> it's will. called trafficking, dog. Really it's not. Ain't nobody willing to be. Well, maybe I, I don't know. I think crying in dark rooms right now, bro. They, they, it they, ain't. Job has become obsolete. Well, Hoes is collecting their money up front on Cash App now. So yeah, yeah, bro. Like yeah. they're controlling their own destiny now. That's what. Well, OnlyFans could be a pimping service, depending on who. High key. I keep. If that's the case, then what? The creators of IG, Twitter, OnlyFans, and all that stuff are the real pimps out here because they the ones getting paid off these women. This is true. This is true. Everybody else ain't. This is, <laughs> this is true. 
But but back to Quavo, like I was saying, I feel like he leased that vehicle because if he outright bought it, gave it to him, and came back and got it, that's a silly nigga move. But if he financed it or leased it, then I understand why he came back and got it. But don't be no Indian giver though, my nigga. If you can't afford it, then don't give it away. Nah, damn that. Nah, fuck. No, nah, fuck that, Jamal. Come on now. Fuck so, that shit. You believe in? You believe in? Okay. If you I'm give not gonna a, give you shit. That's conditional. I don't give okay. conditional gifts. If nah, I want you, you to have it, it, I'm gonna give it to you. So you saying you gave an expensive gift and the person left you? You not trying to get your shit back? Man. I gave it to you, bro. I Everything. gave it to you for a reason. It's a gift. That means I wanted you to have it. I'm not finna go back through the, the motions. Oh, I'm mad today, so give me back my damn car. Like, no, no, I should've never spent. If that's how you felt, you should've never spent that money to begin with. Yeah, he if probably felt like that. With it, if you couldn't part with it, then outside of a, a motherfucking ring, because a ring is a little different. It ain't about the cost of the ring. It was about the commitment that came with it. So... You could get that back to me if I gave you a ring. You fucked up. We ended our fucking engagement, and then I, you can give me back my shit. But I car back too. Shit. No, dog. It's a fucking car. <laughs> you should have fucking bought it. You should have not bought a car. You know what? You know what would have been cheaper? A fucking ring would have been cheaper. But instead, hey, he chose hey, to I'm buy a three hundred fifty thousand dollar car. Now he got to hey, come back and my car. Just give it to the next one. Goddamn. I hope he liked that car because he's going to be keeping it for a while. Would it have been? <laughs> nowadays, the standards of social media, this nigga got to spend a million dollars since, uh, uh, what's the name? Since Lil Uzi put 24 million in his forehead. And I'm pretty sure girls going to be like, well, you love me more than Lil Uzi forehead. I suggest you spend, you know, 30 million on his ring. <laughs> Nah, dog. Now, why would you do that? I don't think. Dang, I think bro. the reason why the way the reason why standards are the way they are is because of I I don't I don't even believe in the fact that y'all want to blame it on social media. To be honest with you, because social media is just that social media. It's people that power social media. True. It's the people you upset about. The I people think. that control social media is 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 what everybody upset about, and it sucks because this is how people think. This is how. Like when you really sit down and think about it, it's people out here controlling what people do. But I honestly think it give them a platform to feel that way. I honestly think the reason why Quavo and Sweetie broke up, I think, is because Quavo hasn't been hot in a while. Sweetie has been not only hot like in the music game, but visually just hot as hell. And I think Quavo was just tired of hearing everybody talking about her. Talking about how sexy she is, or oh, damn, I. Oh, so he was a selfish nigga. But that ain't what she said. I want to say selfish. I say that is selfish. That's sensitive. That's most selfish, sensitive. sensitive, whatever the fuck you want to it's say. That selfish. shit is stupid. Because you spoke selfish <laughs> with your lady, but I mean, I think he he was just sensitive to the fact that like, oh, my lady's famous, and he knew she was famous. in the industry when it. She was hot when he caught with her. No, but she wasn't as hot as him. And now she's hotter than him because when was the last Quavo song you can name that is really slapping? He had an album that was really good. When was that? Namiko's about to come out with a new project too. I mean, he did drop a little leak this week about like, you know, a little freestyle he put out there. Which well, I bet his shit finna be popping now that he got a breakup. Oh yeah, but you know, it might get outshined by Sweetie because Sweetie might drop some shit that might just light his ass up. They have all the girls chanting in the club. That's what y'all mad about. Yeah, I don't the see women that. dig. The I women dig her, and we gonna put her on the platform to where she can be recognized. Hey, I and ain't the mad. niggas ain't gonna do that for Quavo. 
ain't mad at it. I, hey, that's just how the game goes. Sometimes you got to give it. Sometimes you got to take it. But mm, I don't know. That's what I personally feel. But I could be wrong. Uh, hell, at the end of the day, they all could get back together, kind of like uh, they probably what, will. What's like, the what's the price limit with Cardi B? So they get the price limit on uh on on take back gifts. The price limit. You yeah. need a new birthday. <laughs> hey, I feel like I feel like you done spent over. You talking about regular people numbers? We talking about famous people I'm numbers? Talk about numbers, period. He gonna numbers. ask her. He gonna ask her to marry him. If I would say, if you done spent <laughs> for regular people numbers, I feel like if you done spent over ten grand, I need that back. But famous people numbers. If if I was rich and famous, I would say if I spent over a hundred grand, I need that back. Hmm. That's 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 my number. Bruh, why would you give somebody something and ask for it back? Cause that means you couldn't afford to give it away to begin. If you want to leave, it's it's like it's like a woman asking for alimony when she don't want the man no more. For me, it depends on the circumstance. Women don't get alimony unless they got shit that's invested into the marriage. You just don't come out getting alimony. Like, oh yeah, I'm not gonna get alimony. Like in Florida, you don't get alimony. Yeah, you don't. Not in Florida, but still. Yeah, Florida's not a state where you get alimony. So, Oh, really? It dep- yeah, if you don't get alimony in Florida. Looks like I'm staying my black ass in Florida then, huh? But, <laughs> I'm not saying I'm going to get divorced done like that, but hey, that's something new to me. because It's all about y'all, what y'all invested into into the marriage. Y'all uh, got to split that shit up. I don't know. You, I mean, you might be and right. Not half the time, they got kids and shit like that, so. Yeah, you might you might be right, Nate, because I don't I, I been in, a, in a, a, a few things where I was like, you keep all this shit. You know what I'm saying? So listen, when I got my divorce, I literally packed up my clothes, my fucking pet. <laughs> I got the fuck out of Dodge, dog. Like I got the fuck on. You can have all of this shit. I don't want nothing to do with this. Like if you really sick of and tired, mm-hmm. you don't want nothing to do with that person. You give him all. I gave her everything. Like, bro, had a bed. Have all the microwave and the couch and all that shit. Yeah, Y'all like keep this shit. I want to start fresh. Like, I don't want nothing to belong to you at all. So that way, when I get my shit up, everybody know this is my shit and I got it myself. You didn't help This shit still smell like you. <laughs> yeah, like, I didn't want nothing. I didn't want to turn around and look in the corner and be like, oh, we, we went to such and such together. Like, nah, keep that shit. Oh, erase all memories. Right. I want to start from scratch. So so you want to be with that go back on Instagram and delete all your pictures. Because <laughs> I really don't. Do if you go on Instagram, go on my Instagram page and see, you'll still see all my little exes yeah. or whatever. Because I'm not going to do all of that. That shit is ridiculous. Right. You know how many pictures nah, I got on there? <laughs> you go down my timeline far enough, you'll see almost every single girl I've ever dated. No, like, who the fuck finna go through all that? Now I got my ex-boyfriend on there, my ex-wife, my, my fiance is on that bitch. This shit ain't got nothing to do with it. It's too many pictures. That's too it much is. time. I'm not gonna spend that much time, time deleting that shit. I thought it was like a special button where you could just like put No, it all. You gotta go one by one, dog. I don't have the time. <laughs> what you said, Jay? Just start a new profile all together. <laughs> <laughs> hey, my page got hacked, y'all. <laughs> oh, oh, that shit got hacked. I had to delete it, y'all. I had to delete that. No, I'm not gonna <laughs> lie to you. If I didn't have all my business pages connected to my personal page, I would do that. I'm not doing it. Though. It's because no. I don't go that. When I look at pictures, I don't even go that far. Like I go at what I post. I posted the pictures, so I know what the fuck they look like. 
So why I gotta go back and look at them? I don't even go and look for them. So if you if you that desperate to go on my page and go all the way to I'm 2006 you. and look at the pictures <laughs> of my ex boyfriend, you bro. go right you go right ahead. Hey. You deserve it. <laughs> Like, I knew they used to go to bed. We sure did. We sure did. Meanwhile, I'm over here with my, my fiance having the greatest time of my life. And you over here worried about my ex-boyfriend being on my page. I don't hey. give a fuck. Hey. <laughs> well, uh, since we still in that relationship realm of things, uh, do you want to talk about the royal family? Or do you want to talk about more family relationships like Kirk Franklin's situation? Kirk Franklin. First of all, yeah, Kurt Franklin. Harry, I fuck with Kurt Franklin. Before he was a pastor, so I don't understand why we mad at him. Man, Kurt Franklin turned yeah. into flies all day, boy. I, I said he's, he's still a person, man. Like hey, that's they, what I'm saying. He was a man before he was a pastor. I, what, what what I'm trying to understand is what exactly happened to that 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 this boy felt so alienated by the time he thir- turned 13. What what because they're not really going into detail. He keeps saying they with the counts and all this. Yeah. They keep doing it. What exactly happened? What shit changed when that boy turned 13? The rumor report is that, and I don't know how true this is, it's just a rumor. It's Kurt Franklin molested his son. Oh my god. He was younger. Now that's the rumor report. Oh I'm just going off now. If it come out later, y'all be like, uh oh, Uncle, you know you were right. Allegedly. Allegedly. I don't I don't know if it's true. But that's just. I mean, little, why would he I mean, still I know, did? I know a lot of people who got molested when they was children. They I don't know he had a, a porn thing addiction or whatever. But I don't yeah, know about that. I don't know about that. I'm just going off what was said. I'm, I'm just going off what I seen on social media. I don't yeah, know how. Yeah, see, crazy. none of us don't even really know because because this boy keep talking about it. and when he was 13 years old, she said he he everything was fine. But when, when he turned 13, that's a life change. That's when he felt alienated. All this mess happened since he was 13. But nobody can't can pinpoint exactly what happened. He won't say, nobody won't say. So that's why I know I don't care. Because until y'all tell me what happened at 13, I don't want nothing else to do with this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay. All right. Well, all right. Well, speaking on the scenario, in the scenario, do you think the kid was wrong for airing his dad out like that? Yes. Yes. You know why? Because if you want to air him out, go to his house and beat his ass. Nobody care. Listen, that is y'all family stuff, man. And right. I do not like when people bring their family stuff to the forefront for sympathy. Bro, I am not sympathizing with y'all situation because that's y'all stuff. And again, we don't know what happened. That's why we can't take your side because what happened, sir? What made you, your, your daddy been talking to you like this forever, but in 2021, you want to air it out. What, what happened? Tell us what happened because we need to know the damn truth. Yeah. His sister, they uh they they have a daughter also that spoke out against it and said that the son was very entitled. He's he's very spoiled. He's uh, lived a good life. Wow. So and basically I think he asked for something and he didn't get no. Yeah, right. he told him no. And so of course the son said some disrespectful stuff, which in turn I think it's more than No, dog. No, I don't think so, dog. Because I don't. I just don't see that man. Just don't you ever disrespect me? Like he, he really disrespected him. You know what I'm saying? It took a, like a parent to get there. A grown. He's 33 years old. Oh, like he's 33. That part of the conversation that he let out to the public when Kirk was cursing him out. If y'all go back to the first part, before Kirk started going off, remember he was kind of somewhat calm. He was like, mm, Yeah. Well, all right. 
And then that's when he went off. So that's what I'm saying. What was the rest of that conversation? Because you had your daddy was seemed like he was calm up until you said that last part, and then you put that phone on record at that moment. Then right. he egged him on. He egged him on on that. Well, then come do it. Then we'll come do it. Well, what type of nigga are you? That's gonna test your parents like that? Because if man, let let me My talk. Thing is, I, I was thinking this man was like. 18, 19 no, years. No. He, he told me he was 33. I was 33. like, but he was three years younger than me. So doing shit like this, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all think fuck niggas are going too far. Yeah. Exactly. Same. Exactly. Hey, I, I ain't gonna lie. I, I was definitely waiting to see Kurt Frank get out of his skin for that one, but I was like, I wouldn't mind. He got out of his skin. Yeah. That was how he was gonna go, dog. That hey. was as far as he was gonna go. Yeah. I don't think he did nothing wrong. If I got a son, he tried me like that. Hey, listen, young man, you're gonna have to learn how to be a man real quick. But you know, the son wasn't he wasn't even on the Kurt Franklin show. He wasn't, so it gotta be more, like she said, it gotta like Coach Erica said, it gotta be more to the story because he wasn't even on Kurt Franklin's show when Kurt Franklin had the show. So then why you on my phone then? Why you on my phone asking for shit if you yeah. don't like me? Yeah. Well, and see, so you just told me something, um, V Love, because I don't even know that. That's what I'm talking about, like. None of this is making sense. Like this man waited, waited until he was this old to be throwing hissy fit like this. Hell no. Nah. Because if you really want us to know, you would have told us when you turned 18, bro. You wouldn't even wait right. this long. Right. Well, yeah, how do you feel about the apology? Because Kirk Franklin apologized to the fans. He didn't even apologize to his son. He more so yeah. apologized to the fans. All right, Erica, how do you feel about how the apology? Do you feel like he should have apologized? Or? Yeah, no, y'all ain't getting no apology. <laughs> yeah, I feel the same way. All this me. Listen, I don't know what that, what this, what this, um, because he's a man of God. Him. He has to apologize about, like, you know, well, he apologized to Jesus. No, nah, I personally oh, think. <laughs> Go ahead, Red. People follow him, people look up to him. So I feel like, yes, he should have apologized. Just for like being out there, like I, you know, I know y'all not used to seeing me like this, and that's no, no, because he didn't even know he was being recorded. So why am I going to apologize when I need to know my son was going to do this? So I don't feel like I'm glad. That's what I'm saying. I'm glad he did it because that's a bigger person. But if it was me, I'm not because I didn't even know he was recording me. This was a private conversation. But if he want me to embarrass him for the world to see, then goddamn, that's what it was. Because that man was calm up until that point, man. Something went off in that conversation. So. No, nah, I mean, I, I agree. I'm just saying that if if something went left in that conversation and he recorded it, so I mean, if I would if I would came out and probably said anything, it would have been along the lines of, "Listen, I'm human. Uh, my son got out of line. Clearly, he started a recording at a late point in the conversation, in mm-hmm. purposes of trying to make me look bad. Right. So, and and so since you try to make me look bad, I'm gonna stand on that. You still a fuck nigga. And, <laughs> Period. Don't call my phone and ask me for nothing no more. Absolutely like nothing. First time. You, feel well, what you don't like me. Since you don't like me. Listen. But at the same time, I'm not me being who I am. I'm not gonna let my son like plummet to his like. You know what I'm saying? Like it's his death. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like, uh, I'll at least they help you keep you afloat. But I'm gonna make you get it on your own. I give you the bare yeah. minimum. You, yeah. You, yeah. You, I'm, you I'm trying to. I, I I do I am curious why Kurt Franklin did feel like he needed to jump out there and throw a apology like a, it was almost like an interception like oh no nah, let me let me just like just like just like Vince said he a, he a public figure he's a role model to some people 
But don't they say if you walk in the Lord that you should be always in the Lord at all the times? Something like that. <laughs> I mean, they called him when he was walking. Anyway, so he left his collar at home. <laughs> the Lord Jesus ain't walk with Jesus ain't walk with the good people. He walked with the bad people. Jesus. <laughs> so you, you think Jesus might not exchange curse words every now and then? <laughs> and you, Judas. <laughs> you gotta talk to the people about what they understand and the language they understand. God damn it, yo blind ass. Let me get some mud. Let me rub it on your eyes. Let <laughs> me tell you something, Mary Madeline. <laughs> y'all niggas is hungry. Y'all uh, fish. Moan for everybody. <laughs> Y'all better pray in this bitch. Period. <laughs> yeah. I know oh, this shit nobody religion though. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm so hey. sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm apologizing like Kurt Frank. I'm hey, sorry on behalf God. of the Magic Jack no. podcast. I'm sorry. God <laughs> yeah. What gear what gear Owen did, Javon? So I can well, know. It appears oh. that Gary Owen allegedly cheated on his wife and is now getting a divorce. A black woman? Hey, a black woman. See, now, I got a problem with this, man, because I I just, I don't know why. Y'all might get at me for this one, but I'm going to get at you already. I'm ready. I just feel like black women that date white men are corny. I don't know why. I just, I just feel like. Oh, wait, that's another topic. Y'all ready for this? Wait, 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 wait. Before y'all jump on, before y'all jump on here, now you can mm-hmm. find that I am engaged to an Italian woman. Please. <laughs> Do I need to walk away? Do I need to walk away? I thought she was Mexican though. She Italian. She ain't she ain't I thought she was Mexican, dog. I thought she was Mexican. <laughs> so, before, so before y'all jump on the the uh hey, the she, hate white people train. Cecilia, she ain't white. I just feel like the black woman that be dating some of these white men out here be doing some real corny shit. You can't like, judge who you fall in love with, bro. Like, come on now. Uh, Are we forgetting that with Gary Owens had did a little like a clapback skit at Michael Blackston when he was like, you know, he had his wife call Michael Blackston a nigga because he couldn't call him a nigga. Now Gary Owen is a little corny though. I thought he was a little slight. So I feel like Come Gary Owen feel like since he got a piece of the plot that he could act as we act, and he Wait, she not. agreed to do that, and she did it. She did yeah, it. Yeah, they do stuff she like that. She, that. That's what I'm saying. She's corny. She might have went to Valley High. She's corny. Oh, <laughs> it's like I, yo. I would right, never do that. I would never do that. Turn, right. Uh-huh. If the tables would turn, if the tables would turn, and I was dating a white woman, right? And a white woman was getting into it with a black woman comedian. Let's say, uh, what's the hot black woman comedian right now? Um, I already know where you're going, and it would have ended in I exactly. think a divorce. And I would no, never do that. Dog. Fuck out. I would Who's never do out that. here in these streets. Like, if I was uh, my white wife was to be like, call this woman a black nigga bitch. If if my wife was to tell me to do that, my white wife was to tell me that, I'd be done. I'd be like, what you said? First of all, first of all, but now, before she even got to that point, we would have been done. But yeah. that's what, <laughs> that's what Gary been done before we even got there. That's what Gary um, had his wife do. But I think I think he always skated on the line of 
first of all, I always feel like he skated on the line of racism anyway. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Very much so. Yeah. Because he felt like because he grew up in the hood, he got a pass. And it's like, nah, duh, you still white. Duh. You can't. You. <laughs> yeah. Nah, duh. Y'all ready for me now? Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> nah, somebody said this white uh black women with white men corny some shit I heard like that, right? Oh yeah, yeah. So, I, and I used to think I used to think the same thing. Like, and to this day, I don't care. I, I'm, I'm still about my, you know, for, for black men. But this is the thing about it, man. Black 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 women men are not even protect, protect the black women no more like they should. They don't respect them no more. The respect is very minimal. I see more black men here in Jacksonville. With white women doing family stuff that they would not do with their baby mamas, they'll do with these women. So when you a black with a white man, it's only because whatever she, whatever dream she had, a black man has died. She continued to see him respect other women, but he were not respectful. She got to be everything. She she can't want him to pay all the bills because she's a gold and she wants too much. But she can, but he can get over there with, with white Sarah Joe, give her some mixed race babies, and he think they so beautiful. He'll pay all the bills over there. Without a problem. So the problem is coming in into is, is the respect that black men just obviously do for some reason continues to die through the generations for the black woman. And we always write that with them to protect them, but they don't be there to protect us and they kill us more often. They are killing us. We don't want to be with them no more. They are kill, they are killing us just because. So when you see that, and I used to hate it too, but at the end of the day, a black woman could be over here having all of her ducks in a row. To figure out why she is not a pillar to a black man who got all his ducks in a row because he thinks he's a catch and he knows he's an option, has options. So she'll go be with the other man of another race who's going to value her. I don't like it either, but at the same time, I definitely don't want nobody to be in alone. So going over there and they getting love by the people, I'll go. Well, am I going? No, because I was able to find my team to love me. But everybody don't be that lucky, you know, with the way they be talking, they got it. It's like they almost forced to go over to the men of other races. Okay. Y'all heard y'all heard what she said? No, nah, and that's real, but into No, no, no. Y'all need to argue with her like y'all argue with me. <laughs> yeah, but, but into the conversation of, of the Gary Owens situation, Erica. Um would you call a dude a nigga on behalf of your white husband? Um, hell no, because first of all, you <laughs> tell me nothing like it. I really don't. I, I, tell me the situation with him because see I don't keep up with this man so I don't know what transpired with Gary Owens so Gary Owens was doing a back and forth like joke battle with Michael Blackston and okay. Michael, uh, so Gary Owens did some one skit where like he was calling them all types of bitch niggas but he wouldn't say the word nigga instead he would say he would have his wife say the word nigga for him and I think that's some sucker shit. And I think that's crazy and corny for him to have his wife do something like that. And she did it? And she did it. She did do it? Oh, man. Mm. That's what I'm saying. I'll be like, in those type of scenarios, I'll be like, yo, sisters be looking real corny dating white dudes when they have well, them that is. I mean, that is. Because that I, I, don't, I don't even understand how your white husband can even convince you that this could even be a joke. Like, it's what are we joking about? You know what I'm saying? Like, oh. I don't know. That's ridiculous. And then yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that. Me and my, my other point my was, white fiance would not be doing this shit. Well, my <laughs> other point was look at Michelle Williams when she was dealing with her white man, her white man had her looking crazy on that show. Like saying, like, oh, you need to get back on your meds because you ain't acting right and all types of shit like that. And I'm like, yo. You're from Destiny's child. Yes. 
So she with a white man because I didn't even know she was with a white man. Yes, I didn't even yes. know she had a man. And she was looking, <laughs> she was looking real crazy with her white man on a um what marriage counseling show, and he was like just making her look stupid bad. Now wait a minute, now Javon, do you just have a problem with black women dating white men? Because that's what it sounds. No, like. I, I, I don't have a problem with it, but I just feel Why? like I, I have a problem. with it. I, just, I, I don't have a problem with it. I got a problem. I don't care what. I don't like. I don't like the integration of races. I'm sorry. I don't like the integration of races at all. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah, I think I think the black culture, man, we kind of we we damn near the only race that hate ourselves. Like we always tend to. Uh, See now, I'm not going to go that far. Y'all went, y'all went right into it. And I'm sitting here like, now wait a minute, now hold on. I just don't want my sisters to be looking corny and crazy with yeah. the white man. You know, because that's just like it looks. You that's the only thing I care about. Worse, and I feel I like a lot worse. of our famous black women out here is looking corny and crazy with the white man, and it's like, what the hell, bro? I don't know, now, Vardis. Let me, let me, let me back. Let me I don't back like it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this. Now, I ain't, I ain't, I ain't gonna say that I feel like some type of way or something like because I don't because I know how you feel. You got big bro, so I, I still love you, but I don't think when they decide to date outside. Of their race, that they trying to do it of like some type from some some type of place of superiority or something like that. Nah, and they also not trying to fill the void either. We're not trying to. Yeah, fill the all think it's got nothing to do with that. It literally, yeah. got, it's literally for the for the all American dream of being a wife and being a value. Exactly. It has nothing to do with nothing else. But people just want to feel valued. And right now, the black woman is not feeling valued by the black man, so she's going to get value elsewhere. I mean, I just—it wasn't even—it wasn't even why that ain't even why I decided to jump the fence. It's just I felt loved where I fucking was. Yeah, no, that's no, why no, I also, went. Also believe that too, and I believe that love is love. It don't matter like who you love. You know Agreed. Agreed. You love them, then be with them. If they love you, then be with them. You know what I'm saying? Like, but don't yeah. be disrespectful. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. But in the same sentence, I kind of—I feel like we the only race kind of like shun our own. We we don't right. really. You don't see right. Mexicans. Right. I want to go get me a white man. You don't see Asians. Come I want to go get me a black man. You don't right. see. That's not right. true. Indian. That's not true. That's not true. Definitely do that. That's yeah. not true because Spanish women love black men. You don't care about. I've seen a lot of. Talk about the Chinese. You just said the Chinese. I've seen a lot of yeah, Indian women that love black men, but it's just the fact that their parents don't accept the black man. Yeah. Being so, it, they're ultimately kind of forced to. But see, in our country, in our country, we accept it. We'll say, no, that's not true either. The African now they not accept it, but they be like, well, he treating you good, so you know. But in the white well, country, I don't, care how he treat, anyway, <laughs> I don't care how that black boy treat you, uh, Sarah. <laughs> I don't care. Bruh. So you want <laughs> so 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 you have a daughter, right? You want her to date. If, he, if let's just say she run across a bunch of ain't shit ass niggas, you know what I'm saying? Which most likely she will in her lifetime because right. most girls do. Right. Um, so my point to you is, do you want her to date them or what if she meet this one white kid or this one Spanish kid who actually treats her like the queen she should be treated like? I want her to be treated like the queen, so I'm going to have to deal with the decision. You got an issue with that? Nah, I won't. I, I'm going to have to deal yeah. with it because if she can't treat how she's supposed to be, then she got to get Cause I'm not gonna want it to be ran through by no fucking dogs. Yeah. What I'm saying, I just don't like the note, the idea of it. But I'm not gonna stop it if that's what's making you happy. Go ahead. But do I like the idea of it? No, I don't. 
That's yeah. fair. And some people, some people don't like it because they feel like it's washing our race outs, but it's been proven that we have the dominant gene. Yeah, we definitely have the dominant gene. We're the only uh, well, this is what I learned. We're the only uh race that is able to reproduce our race. Anybody that mixed with our race is gonna automatically be black. Yeah. yeah. So, so with that being said, B, if, if she decided to deal with a, a a white guy, then she just still gonna produce black babies. So what's what's the big well, deal? All right. Well, hold up now because <laughs> we brought up a different uh, different topic in here, and it kind of touched on the royal family thing. Like you know, it did. It did. Now the royal family was a little. They shot out for what they did. Now, now like, <laughs> should we care? Because you jumped into that now. Like, I did. A black woman that jumped into a racist family, knowingly racist family, and just said, fuck it, we just gonna ride with it. Right? I don't think she knew she was black, though. Ooh. No, that lady knew she was black. black man. Oh, yeah, hey, you might be on to something. You might be on to something, because sometimes, you know, the, some of the fair-skinned people of our race tend to forget their roots when they get in different rooms and stuff like that. But then when they get in the right room, they start to see like, oh shit, I'm a nigga too. Exactly. Now, like, so can we feel for her? Because she's dealing with the racism of the royal family, even I though mean, she chose this family, it, it's, seen it's, this family with the bullshit. I feel like it's the plate she decided to eat out of, you know? When it comes to like royalty, they're big on whether it's, I don't care what type of royalty, you could be from any country. When it comes to royalty, they want that family to be whatever race they are. They're not looking to mix, mingle, yeah. none of that. If you could love who you want to love, he just can't be the prince. That that bitch kid can't be the prince because now you don't mess with the family, you know what I'm saying, lineage and heritage. I mean, but at the same, in the same breath though, do I give a damn though? Because I mean, I know who Harry is and I know what family he came from, but me, I love Harry. And me and Harry vibe. So did I marry Harry because of his family or did I marry Harry because of Carrie? I think she married Harry because of his family. I don't think she did, honestly, because look at the backlash she get in front of. It's not, it's it's not that is it worth I, it? No, it's not worth it. It's not worth it. What I mean what's she benefiting from it besides the fact that he the royal family? She paid. Was she paid before? No, but not much. paid like that. Nah, she was like on a shitty TV show. So what I'm saying is, if if she was up, would she be okay with the fact that she ain't gonna have no money? I think she would. Yeah. They done had a baby. I think she loved that man. Of course she loved him. That's I mean that's her husband. I think she loved him too. But yeah, like China had a baby with Rob Kardashian. You think she loved that man? <laughs> no, nah, I don't know about that. Now nah, that's American royalty right there. No, nah, but Black China had a following long before Rob Kardashian though. That's different because she had a following before that. But it wasn't as big. Neither was Rob Kardashian. Who was Rob Kardashian? Somebody big. He's no, Kardashian. he was big. She was with him when she was fat. When he was fat. Rob Kardashian. A million dollar check for just having the last name Kardashian. Yeah, but after that, then what? He don't need it. Then what? Yes, he does. Cause Rob ain't got no damn money. For what? I mean, he ain't got no money. His family has money. He's straight. He's set for life. Good. He's gonna inherit a whole lot of shit. Now, so so then, black, so him and Black China broke up, right? Does it matter that she went rock and dash now? But it kind of throws a stain on the family name because now you like, oh, you let 
this gold digger get revenge. The, the family name was stained. Don't even use the Kardashians anymore. I mean, but it's stained. Please don't use them as a damn. It's it stained even up. worse because it made it seem. It was like, already stained before them two. It was there. already stained, but it made it even worse because it's now it's like, all right, so you let you fell victim. Like everybody's seen the story. Everybody could see she was. No, but you. Kim did a damn sex it. tape, and you worry about Kim, you worry about Rob Kardashian in Black China. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> I don't want to use them as an example no more. Find somebody else. No, no, no. My thing is this: like, yo, all right. Yes, Kim K made a sex tape, right? Yeah, but, yeah. and she also dated a bunch of famous black guys. But she flipped that package. She flipped that package and became a multi-millionaire. Belt borderline who is now divorced. But she's borderline mm-hmm. the reason why E still has a cable channel right now. Really? They are not just her. They yeah, are. because but Glory got a name her. for herself it too. All, it all rolled off her. It all rolled off her and that sex tape and her dating life and her everyday life. You sure wanted her daddy? It no, was, it wasn't. Was now, her daddy might have gave her a little bit of an opening, but she kicked that shit open and made it what it is. Yeah. Her, and her mom. Now. For you to bring it to that level where y'all like, you know, stupid paid and just making money off the rip. And now you, you're bringing in another liability. You're not bringing in more money. You're bringing in more liability. Because if they were bringing in more money, that Rob Kardashian show would have had a second season or a third season with Black China. But it didn't. It so you know, I don't wait. think it was because of Black China. I think it was because it was fucking Rob Kardashian. I think it's because <laughs> of both. I think it's because it was both. I mean, is Black know. China that interesting? China. Neither is Rob Kardashian. <laughs> and her rock bottle in her butt. So I'm going with the Black Channel. Now, wait a minute now. Black Channel did have a moment hey. where everybody was like, oh, look, it's Black Channel and her mama. Da, 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 da. Like, we got that. Yeah. That's, a moment. That's loving, that's loving hip-hop level. Loving hip-hop level versus keeping up with the Kardashians level. It's two different series. That's like keeping up with the Kardashians is like real housewives of whatever city. It's on that level. But Love and Hip Hop is on a different level. It's like a lower tier of reality television. So oh. that's what I'm trying to say. It's like you you kind of, you know, you you brought in another liability to the name and you didn't really double back on it. So yeah, I don't know. You know, but anyway, and anyhow, and anywho. Nonetheless, yeah. you, so you feel like Harry marrying that girl was a liability. No, I feel like the family might look that way. Yeah. If anything, I thought about it brought them more money. Didn't the queen uh say something about is the baby gonna be dark skin or brown skin? Yeah. This yeah. whole poop, I think it would have brought them more money. It made them look like they integrated. I don't know, queen. <laughs> <laughs> and, right. the what and the baby look white. And <laughs> <laughs> the baby look white. The baby is white. The baby name is Archie. The baby name is Archie. And baby look white. Why she has that stupid ass? Archie is a black name though. Uh, I mean, kinda not really. Yeah, because if you see Archie, you know, uh, a car Archie, Archie or something like that, you know, give me your yeah. tune or something the like Archie, that. The Archie comics was white, bro. He was white, but <laughs> the Archie's I've seen in regular day life has been like a car mechanic <laughs> <from> Archie. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, the Archie's is your complexion. <laughs> yeah. They've all been mechanics. A, a light skinned mechanic. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie to you, I ain't never been a black Archie. 
Me either. I ain't never met a black Archie. <laughs> I ain't never met a black Archie. I've always met white Archies. And randomly, they've been Jamaican, though. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That is an English, uh, uh, like an English type. Well, Jamaica is a uh, British. Yeah, right? British colony. Yeah. And that's, that's what, what she is. She's Jamaican, yeah. ain't she? Queen. Yeah. Yeah, she's Jamaican. So, yeah. And Harry, and you know what Harry did? Harry said, fuck all y'all. I'm going with my wife. I mean, well, Harry is cut from a different cloth because ain't he, um... You damn name? right he is. He ain't cut from none of the damn cloths y'all niggas is cut from. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With your stanking mm-hmm. dirty rags. <laughs> Sweaty ass <laughs> paw holding your exactly. wife. Exactly. That, that, <laughs> that future cloth ain't a cloth at all. It's a dirty rag that they use to clean the tub with. Wait, hold up, man. <laughs> Why are you coming at my dog future now? Because you ain't shit. And he ain't shit either. And y'all out here slandering Derek Jackson's name as if Future ain't been doing the same dumb shit was, for the last few years. Was Future and he getting these bitches pregnant too. Oh, well, was Future selling out on fuck niggas while being a fuck nigga? Future was selling not- out on women. He selling out on women. <laughs> you're not he's answering my women. question. He's Why? selling women a dream. He's selling them a dream. And then you're he's not answering away from them. You're not answering my that's question. That's what Derek Jackson did. Jared Jackson sold women a dream. And then he snatched it from him. How would you feel if Steve Harvey was doing that? The same way I feel about Future? No, no, no. If Steve Harvey, because that's what Derek Jackson was kind of like trying to be. He was trying to be Steve Harvey for the social media lights. Remember that part where they said people do things just to get clout and to get a following and for likes? That's what Derek Jackson did. He ain't doing nothing different than what nobody else doing. That nigga was wearing the biggest of fucking capes and was being the double agent like a motherfucker. Because that nigga knew the biggest way to get his following and the biggest way to make the money that he needed to make was to get to women. We populate the we we overpopulate y'all. So why would I appeal to y'all who who won't support me well, when I can just appeal to women? Well, being a representative of the women, how do y'all feel that y'all knew that y'all been like, you know, uh hoodwinked by Derek? We Day? knew he wasn't shit. Yeah, I knew he wasn't shit now. Yeah, we just we was, we was just glad he told us y'all secrets. Yeah, I knew he wasn't shit. It's like Steve Harvey did. Steve Harvey told us y'all secrets. He put it in a book. <laughs> anyway. Y'all man, when somebody show, look, y'all had a hand, y'all was playing space, and y'all had a hand. Bad, and somebody showed yeah. your hand. Nay, nay, I ain't y'all lost. Bad. Y'all know why? Bad. Why you ain't mad, bro? Because when you tell the truth and you tell them what it is. There ain't no argument to be had, bro. Oh, why don't y'all do that then? Because y'all ain't been doing that. I do that. do that. You do why that. Why don't y'all listen to it? Ooh. Yeah, a lot of y'all don't listen to it. No, it's, it's, listen. it's one thing for you to be like, let me tell you, so Ren, when Ren said some shit, I believe him when he said. So when I say some shit, we lie. We got the same thing. I mean, did I get to you? Did I get to you, Vardis? Did I get to you? No, I ain't got to you yet. So relax. <laughs> when Ren said I believe him because he said it he went, it wasn't always the nicest way when it came out it just came out however the fuck he wanted to say it and I just had to fucking deal with it and that's just what it was when Vardis said I believe him too it's just in a nice pretty package when he give it to me it's like it's a, pre- it's a present it looks cute it's like and he like gave me a hug when he said it he, he whispered in my ear oh shit 
okay. <laughs> he, he, he's like, oh, here's a gift. You look so beautiful. And then he whispered in my ear, I ain't shit. And I, and I ain't have a choice but to believe him. But Javon, when you fucking say it, you'll, you'll literally make love to a girl and be like, I don't love you. <laughs> you're doing everything that says love. You're doing, you're doing all of these things that says love. You, you're taking me out of dinner. You're buying me nice stuff. You, you fucking me like I ain't never been fucking for and then and all in one swoop I see you across the street with another bitch. <laughs> that was, yeah, yeah. You know, he's confused about what happened. I thought you loved me. That's you, Javon. I, I love the actions that we create. Don't don't tell me. Don't show me. Your actions don't match your words. The actions that we the problem could be the love. Okay? Y'all niggas want to give us love, but y'all don't want to say y'all giving us love. Y'all just want to. I... Give us a pretty, pretty present that looks really nice, but whisper in my ear. I don't know. I, I be well. like Ren, bitch. I don't love you. I, <laughs> I ain't gonna say that. <laughs> yeah, he ain't gonna say that, dog. He ain't gonna say that, but he definitely gonna be like, so. Uh, don't you put that evil on me, Nate? <laughs> he gonna say, hey, so you know when we when you come over here, you know this is just a you know, you know. <laughs> you know we ain't together right like he, he's gonna give yeah, you every step i don't want to be in a relationship i need you right to he's gonna continuously say hey we're not in a relationship but javon javon's he might even tell you he loved you i mean i, I could love you and not be in a relationship but see I'm, what i'm saying see what i'm saying we don't need that we don't need that and just because you treat that. women nice don't mean you want to be in a relationship with them. No, don't treat me nice if you ain't trying to love me. <laughs> <laughs> you was well, nice to me. Go the fuck away. Not saying I go the fuck every away. woman like, like she my one and only or something like that. I don't exactly. Do, Y'all out here treating women like nah, they're one and only. I don't do that, though, but I have been guilty of doing that before. But it was, I, I never said, hey... We're dating. Hey, we're or hey, would you like to date? I never asked that question. No, don't be in here fucking me like I ain't never been fucked before. How are we supposed to know how you've been fucked before? <laughs> I, I told you this. You knew. You asked these questions, okay? Don't be in here giving me giving me the I'm coming to the, the plate. Yeah, you've been fucked like this before. You better know. You better know. You better know. You better like, ask those you're questions because like this is crazy. Like that. You know, you can't be out here. That's how you find a crazy girl. Y'all be out here dicking them down like y'all. They ain't never been dicked down before. And then all of a sudden, she show up at your house and you don't know why. You didn't give her the address. She just showed up. You know why? Because you should have been. Wow. If if you doing a chick and the first thing she says, why are you doing me like this? Exactly. Why are you fucking me like this? You know how much type what type of fucking you gotta do for a bitch to be like, why are you fucking me like this? Yeah. <laughs> okay. That means you hit a nerve. You hit that spot that ain't nobody ever hit. She is in love. You will never get away from her. <laughs> <laughs> So but you're right. You're right. Y'all right. selling these women a dream. Okay. Yeah, Don't right. give them a dream when they finna live a nightmare. That is true. All right. I'll take that. I'll take and that. And y'all heard this from Nate. That was a good word. This is why I'm gay. Because <laughs> <laughs> these niggas will sell me a dream. Y'all want to get some get some condolences to the mass shootings that's been happening recently? You know? Oh, yeah, man. The 10 in Ohio. Yeah, Oklahoma, Oklahoma. No, no, no. the Asians and in Colorado, 
the mass shooting at the supermarket. I mean, you know, it's some crazy times that we're still living in. And, you know, it just shows that, hey, you don't know what tomorrow holds for you. You just better be prayed up and be safe because you meet your maker just for living your regular life of being an Asian person or living your regular life of being in a grocery store. Asians have definitely have had a lot of hate lately. I can definitely say that. I've seen a lot of videos on social media like Asians getting jumped, beat up on some random, like they just walking out in the parking lot. Now who hate? I mean, do I want to be that person to be like, don't let people get the same treatment? That is true. But now, this, where was the Asians when we was getting treated like that? <laughs> they definitely know we walk around the Black Lives Matter shirts on. Well, exactly. I ain't, I don't see too many Asian people with Black true. Lives Matter shirts on. Where are they? Yeah. Ally- they want allies now. But where yeah. were y'all when we needed allies? Okay, that, that y'all was be- white people then. Y'all was white people then. Hey, but sometimes, <laughs> like Jesus said, you gotta turn the other cheeks. You can't. Yeah. You know? Well, I'm gonna yeah. turn my cheek and walk away. Yeah, when they turn back around. Exactly. You gotta do that. Sometimes you gotta do that. I don't know. You know, Asians typically, I ain't gonna say in general, but well, I ain't gonna say all, but typically they're not fans of the man of color. Exactly. They don't like black people after that. No, they're not fans of us like that. We went through the same damn thing. We went through the same fucking thing. uh, In the nail salons, uh, the corner stores, all that. Like, hurry up and buy. Hurry up and buy. And that's because they come from like a, a culture of uh, people that like to steal. So when that's like your, I feel like that's your background. That's what you're used to. You look at everybody else as they might be stealing or they might be doing this for me. Um, but they they have not supported the Black Lives Matter movement. So honestly, I'm kind of with you, Nay. I kind of feel like, why am I so concerned about? I'm not saying that I don't support Asians or any of that. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is, if we really want to look at the bigger picture, they need to support us just as much as we need to support them as well. Because we kind of wanted the same. We they went through the same good. amount of slavery that we went through too, so. Okay, all right. Well, I at just the end of the day, I don't want nothing special. Don't get them no special treatment. They need to, they just like the rest of us. We don't want to get shot either. <laughs> I just want to put out there that you know, just send our condolences out to these people because these were innocent. Yes, they were innocent, yes. people. They were imagine, innocent people. Imagine Chat Podcast, although we may have opinions on how things have went down in the past, but we care and we're agreed. We, yeah. we do care. Janae cares about the Asian people. Yeah, we do care. <laughs> but with that said, y'all want to wrap up with the final word? Yeah. Anybody got a final word today? Now you got a final word. I want to go last. Oh, you want to go last? <laughs> I want to go last. Be love. You got a final word, man. I don't, I, I I try to conjure up one. Um, when I thought we was gonna record last week, but uh, I forgot what it was. It was a good one too. I heard it on TV, like a movie. But I don't have one today. But you know, everybody get money, man. Get money. It's twenty twenty one. Do what y'all gotta do. Get on your business. Get your PPP on. Holler at Coach E. All that. Get your money. Get your okay. stuff right. Air Games, you got a final word? You are muted, sir. <laughs> Excuse me, my bad. <laughs> uh, nah, man. Just everybody be blessed and prosper. You know, be diligent in your life and keep moving forward. Okay, okay, okay. Well, I guess since it's still Women's Month, I'm going to get my final word and I'm going to let the ladies close out the show. Here. My final word is have the courage to start and then be kind to yourself every step of the way.
Mm. I just seen that and I was just like, damn, that is true. Cause a lot of people just, you know, they be having the courage to start and then they they down themselves so bad that they don't even finish. Exactly. Courage to start and be kind to yourself every step of the way because you started it and you know you can finish this. Just gotta keep high hopes and be optimistic. Always got some meaningful shit to say. I mean, yo, I just I, it just comes to me. I, you know, <laughs> then I gotta follow it up. It comes I gotta to follow me. it up. Something just <laughs> look at women complaining about their own problems. You chose to go last. No, niggas ain't shit, and I'm gonna keep saying it. Shit. That ain't my final word. My final word is if you get the vaccine, you get a free dozen donuts from Krispy Kreme. (laughs) (laughs) You do. You just got to show them your vaccine card and you get a dozen donuts. So get your shots, guys. Get your shots. (laughs) And Coach Erica, do you have a final word? Yes, I do. My final words are definitely Hit me up for for all type of results services. I don't. I'm not a coach. I'm a results master. Let's help you get to your end goal. I will help you get there. That's in business. That's in life. That's in dating. If you're trying to go places, I'm the person that's going to take those flights with you. Um, the PPP loan program closed 31st. So if you're a sole proprietor or LLC, you had your business established before February 15th of 2020, and have bank records showing business income. Come on, let's talk. Let's get you. Let's get you apply for. Don't leave this money on the table because it will be forgiven if it's under fifty thousand. And I can guarantee you probably won't qualify for anything over about ten. So let's get you qualified for the money. And um, I, my next quick. I am also a crafter. My next cricket tutorial is going to be April twenty fourth. But you can go to my website, Creations by E, and that's C R E H T I O N S by E. I know you can't remember, but it's Creations by E, and I, I create as well as I've coached. So I, I don't only change lives, I beautify homes and lives as well with my creations. So thank y'all for having me. Y'all was a lovely group, and I was great, uh, excited about being here. It was so great. Definitely appreciate right. you coming on. Thank, thank, you. thank you. And with that said, that has been it. It's another episode of the Match Chat Podcast. Y'all be easy. Y'all be easy. Imagine we chat. We out. All right.